Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Broadcasting live from the Hyundai studio. Presented by your local Hyundai dealers. This is Chicago's number one and most listened to sports station. 670 The Score is Chicago Sports. Chicago Sports is The Score. WSCR and HD Chicago. WBMX HD2 Chicago. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Now it's time for Inside the Clubhouse, a show dedicated to the Chicago baseball fan, featuring the best Chicago baseball conversation, as well as the big MLB topics, along with the biggest names, greatest guests, and listener interaction, starring score baseball insider Bruce Levine and half of Chicago's number one sports morning show, David Haw, on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com, and always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Saturday morning, Chicago. Welcome inside the clubhouse on 670 The Score or your free Odyssey Live from the Hyundai Score Studios. I am David Haw, along with Bruce Levine, talking baseball as we do every week, counting down to opening day this week on Thursday, making predictions today that we hope out turns out better than our NCAA tournament brackets, although I know Bruce saw San Diego State coming a mile away. Good morning, Bruce. How are you doing? Good morning, David. Yeah, I'm excited to be inside the clubhouse, the opening day show. It's our opening day show because next week uh, the season will be in full bloom as uh, the season starts for both the Cubs and Sox and everybody in baseball on Thursday, the 30th of March. And I'm raring to go. I know you are, David. I know baseball fans are excited about it, especially because we had, you know, kind of a taste of spring all winter long. The warmest winter in 70 years in Chicago. I don't want to jinx it because April can be a bear at times. Yes. So we, Thank you for saying to, bear, Bruce. We don't want to get... Uh, in trouble with the FCC in the first five minutes of our opening day inside the clubhouse edition. Thank you. Well, so they always can be a bear. Uh, yeah. They're, they're big baseball fans of ours. So, uh, so Bruce, I think okay. you're right. You know, the, the weather has been mild. It's ready to go. You know, it's going to be cold in Chicago on Thursday, though. Opening day tradition would be the weather not being good. But you're right about another thing. It's felt like baseball season because – we had a taste of October in March. The WBC delivered, and we begin today kind of looking back at what was an epic classic final to the World Baseball Classic. It didn't go the way that Team USA wanted, but we haven't spoken since Shohei Otani strikes out Mike Trout uh, with 
basically the game on the line in doubt, three to two winners, Team Japan. They celebrated. Bruce, how do you describe what we saw and what that meant for the game? Well, what we saw was the best player in baseball, and and maybe uh, with a couple more years, uh, a player for the ages. Uh, certainly, uh, you know, it's been beaten to death about Otani being the next Babe Ruth, and you know, there, there is no next Babe Ruth. He is just one of the most spectacular all-around players in the history of the game, Otani is. And the fact now that um, he will probably be uh, the first uh, half-a-billion-dollar player in Major League Baseball history after this year is just uh, icing on the, ta- on the cake. I mean, some people are predicting a billion dollars. You know, but whatever the the silly money is out there, the fact that um, he took on arguably the best player in the game over the last 12 years in Mike Trout, his teammate, and uh, made him look bad uh, striking him out on a swing and a miss, which Mike Trout never does, okay? Never. He he, he has the lowest swing miss uh, average in anybody in baseball. So that was spectacular. It, it put the WC on the map. I, honestly, David, I never took the WBC that seriously until this year. I think this season, really, I don't know why it resonated. Uh, I I just believe the WBC had more baseball attention than it's ever had, and and it was really outstanding baseball from many different countries. I agree with you. For whatever reason, I wasn't that excited about it either, but I don't know how you couldn't be captivated by what happened uh, in the final. But also along the way, we paid maybe a little closer attention to Manderson. I think he had as as good of an experience as you could have wanted with him going to play second base for Team USA. I think that showed a willingness for for him to be a team guy and also just to be in that environment, Bruce, and have – the kind of success that he had. I didn't like him being pinch hit for. I don't know what Mark DeRosa was thinking, but that's uh, second guessing for another day. But Tim Anderson, I think, benefited from the experience and came back. And let's face it, when we talk about the White Sox as we transition into what to expect on Thursday from both teams, they need T.A. to be the, the, the guy who's living the bat flip mentality, the guy with the swagger, leading the way this year more than ever, Bruce, because of the leadership void created by Jose Abreu's absence. They need Tim Anderson to be in the positive right headspace, and it seems that as he returns to the White Sox after that experience, that's exactly where he is. Leadership is the the, the thing I underline that you brought up, David, and, and that is what was lacking for the White Sox last year. It was lacking because Tony La Russa was sick all year. It was lacking because Tim Anderson had on and off the field issues, injuries uh, that that prevented him from being the face of the organization. Uh, it, it it impacted uh, the players like Robert and uh, Jimenez, who were supposed to be the run producers of this team. Uh, it, it 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 hurt it hurt the White Sox so much that Jose Abreu willingly left the Chicago White Sox and didn't look back. I mean, it w- wasn't like the White Sox were making him a great offer, but the reality was is that his leadership he felt. They had no impact on that team, and he was ready to move on. So there are a lot of things the Chicago White Sox players should want to want to try to prove this year in 2023, 
And, uh, and I think that they have the ability to, to go back and be on top of that division. That's the mindset that Pedro Grafol wants to establish. I think this is a team that's want, is going to take uh, every day. It won't take it for granted. And I think you're going to see a sense of urgency. I think the bigger question for the White Sox as opening day is with uh, almost here is, is health. You've got to keep the guys who were missing – action too often last year in the lineup on a more regular basis. That's why I cringed earlier this week when Aloy Jimenez had cramps. may have been just minor thing to them, but to everyone else watching, it's like, here we go again. You can't have those things happen because you need this team. If they're healthy, they are the best team on paper, I think, in that division still. So it's going to be fun to see how this unfold. Bruce, we're going to – we're going to make our victory total predictions throughout the show, but I think people out there have their own ideas. 312-644-6767. How many games are the White Sox going to win? How many games will the Cubs win? They now have their opening day starters established, Bruce. We heard from both guys yesterday as they had their final starts. Marcus Stroman for the Cubs, Dylan Cease for the White Sox. No surprises, Bruce. I, I, I we could have made arguments for other guys, but I, I can't imagine you were surprised by either opening day starter announcement. No, not at all. And again, I'm excited about hearing from our, our great listeners about what they pick as far as the number of wins for both the Cubs and Sox, as well as you said, a 312-644-6767. David, uh, uh, you know, Stroman, you know, look, if, if Hendricks was still Kyle Hendricks and he was healthy uh, from last year into this year, he'd be the opening his fourth uh, you know, opening day for uh, the Chicago Cubs this year. But he's not. He'll be starting in Arizona, probably not show up until May. And Stroman uh, had the best stuff the beginning of the year. He had the best stuff the end of the year. He had injuries in the middle of the season. Some defensive uh, games by the, the Cubs were not up to par for him and impacted his games. I think he was a much better pitcher than the record indicated last year. And he has a lot to prove uh, and, and a lot going for him this year, not only helping the Cubs win, but the fact that it's also a year where he can walk away from his contract after the season and reestablish himself as one of the top pitchers in the game. Let's start by hearing from both guys, starting with Stroman, who made the announcement on his Twitter feed. That created a little bit of a stir because he beat the Cubs to the punch. We're going to start calling him Scoops Stroman. But he addressed what he felt like was the energy at Wrigley Field he anticipates on opening day. Yeah, I'm excited. Obviously, the, the energy in Wrigley is different. And opening day is always a little bit more. So I love those atmospheres. I love that that energy so I'm excited I'm excited to go out there and perform in front of that home crowd which I truly believe is the best in the league so um, can't wait to get around those fans and, and compete for them Bruce how much will he be helped like every cup pitcher just but based on the way he finished the season the emphasis on defense the fact that they now have you know how many gold glovers in the lineup on any given day Marcus Stroman is going to be one of those guys that because of his, the way he pitches I would think may, might benefit as much as anybody I think he will, but uh, I think earner and averages are going to go up significantly. Batting averages are going to go up because of no shifting. So you, you have to form, you have to put that into the equation as well. Uh, but as you said, shortstop, second base, center field, catcher for the Cubs, you know, vastly improved, you know, with the additions of Bellinger and the additions of Swanson moving. 
uh, Nico Horner, who was probably an equal shortstop to Swanson last year, one of the best in the game, over to second base where he's played uh, magnificently before. So that alone, I, you know, David, uh, we talk all the time on this show about defense, and people hate hearing about defense because it's, you know, they they had the hardest time quantifying what defense is and what defensive range is in baseball over the years, uh, other than, you know, the metrics are there, defensive runs saved, but, you know, that that's the eye test more than anything else in the game is, is watching guys on defense and, and what they do and, and how they flow and how they impact the game. And I think that's really the, 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 the hidden beauty of the game is, is defense. And I, I believe the Cubs will back guys like their rotation. And, and they're going to have to be one of the top defensive teams and the best pitching teams in the league to compete because the offense is very unpredictable at this point. So Marcus Stroman takes the ball Thursday for the Cubs against the Brewers at Wrigley Field. He was uh, sounded like as you would expect him. He, he thinks it's a privilege to get the ball on opening day. He sounded just as touched as Dylan Cease, the best pitcher in town. Let's face it, with due respect to everybody in a Cub uniform, Dylan Cease is the best pitcher in Chicago, and he gets the ball on opening day. And after last season, it was a no-brainer for Pedro Grafal, in my view. And this is what Dylan Cease had to say about the honor of pitching on opening day. Yeah, it means a lot. Um, You know, it's one of those, I'll definitely be doing a lot of reflecting, you know, tonight and this upcoming week. Um, Thinking about my journey, it's it's definitely one of those uh, really incredible honors. And uh, I'm very excited for it. So Dylan Cease pitches Friday in his final tune-up, and Bruce, he looks like he's ready. Remember that bad outing he had earlier in the spring against the Royals? That's a, a memory because he pitched six scoreless. It was the A's, and we have to take that into consideration. But he looks like he's ready to go, and he's poised to have a repeat season of his year in 2022 when he was a Cy Young runner-up. This is a guy locked in right now. Pitchers like Dylan Cease at this point of his career at age 29, um, he is a uh, he competes against himself now. And by that I mean uh, he has a dominant fastball. He has a dominant slider. I mean, two of the top pitches in the game. He's he's had the success now. So it's all about his command. Uh, Cease has always been a guy that walks a lot of guys. He led Major League Baseball last year. Even though he had a Cy Young-type year, he led Major League Baseball in walks. So that's why I say he competes against himself. When he has his command, it's just him and the catcher, and it's usually an outstanding game. You know, there, there is a ton of, you know, out of 32 starts, you can expect 22 to 25 quality starts out of Dylan Cease. That's how good he is. That's how good I think he will be in 2023. Two little tidbits before we get to the phone lines, Bruce, that happened yesterday I think are worth pointing out. In the Cubs game, Javier Hassad came back and pitched for the Cubs, and he had a tremendous spring. We can talk about Hayden Wisniewski, and we will when we talk about the Cubs and the predictions because Wisniewski has been outstanding and probably locked down that fifth starter role. But Javier Assad has had the kind of spring that gives you confidence that he can continue the nastiness that you saw in the second half of last season. He, he returned to the Cubs yesterday. The velocity is up, and he's going to be an asset. The other thing, on the other side of town, or Arizona, if you will, when you see the, cut, or the Sox bullpen, Aaron Bummer made his debut. 
he's going to be a factor in the bullpen that is doing it without uh, Liam Hendricks uh, so to begin the season. And Aaron Bummer throwing one scoreless inning, a nice sight to see for Sox fans. It is. Uh, you know, we're going into a season that I can't remember, David, where uh, neither team has really announced who their closer is. Uh, do, you, do you remember ever where the Cubs and Sox both had a, well, we'll wait, we'll wait and see here. Uh, and and, and Grafal took it to another level last week, talking to reporters, saying uh, every, every man on deck, our opening day, and our second game, We'll wait and see what we do. So to me, Grafal is actually just trying to take the pressure off of whoever his closer is going to be. And I think my, my guess, and I wrote a story on 670thescore.com this week about it, is I think it's Lopez. I think Lopez is going to be the closer. He has the best stuff. It's electric. He was dominant last year. Uh, two years in a row, he's found his way in the bullpen. He's the, a temporary closer for me while they wait to see... Uh, if and when Hendricks can come back uh, from uh, you know his battle with lymphoma, so I'd like from, that. From, I, yeah, I like Lopi. I like the idea of him getting the ball in the ninth inning. It's better than a committee approach, even though I understand it. But the last thing Chicago needs is two more committees, right? And, and Griffal maybe showing his sharpness already as a leader by saying, "We don't need we don't need uh, Ronaldo to answer a bunch of questions about something he hasn't done yet." Okay. Let him go out there. Let's let's get our, our game going here. I have other choices. I, I hate bullpen by committee because I don't think I don't think pitchers really respond well to that. Uh, I think he will he'll be that, and I think it's it's probably going to be Fulmer for the Chicago Cubs. Score listener line powered by BetQL. Bet smarter, beat the books. Download the BetQL app today or visit betql.com. Let's start the conversation with Mike, who's on the road. Mike, welcome inside the clubhouse. Hey guys, uh, good to talk to you. I, I question for both you guys. Uh, I just wondering when this Johan Mankata experiment is going to be over, and I, I just don't understand how White Sox fans could even get excited at all this year, because I don't think you know. I, I get it. Andrew Vaughn and Gavin Sheets are, are good players, decent players, but they're not an upgrade from Jose Abreu. You've done nothing with Mankata. Uh, Jimenez is. Uh, I mean, how, how many games is he going to play this year before he gets injured? Um, you know, so I just like to hear your thoughts to see, you know, why we should be excited. And as far as win total, I think the Cubs are going to have a better record than the Sox. And I think it's going to be maybe the Sox 81 and 81, the Cubs maybe 84 and, and whatever the number would be, you know. Thanks for the phone call, Mike. Bruce, I, and Mike, I would recommend, you know, deep breath, maybe yoga, some chamomile tea. Relax. Yolan Mankata, this is not an experiment. I think the White Sox – have to be encouraged by the kind of spring he had in the World Baseball Classic for, for the Cuban team. And I don't think that Andrew Vaughn is necessarily going to be an obvious uh, step back at first base. In fact, he could be somebody who continues the production. We'll look at the numbers at the end of the year. But I don't think that it's wise to expect Andrew Vaughn to have anything but success on the south side this year. Yeah, dealing with an injury the last couple of weeks here, he hasn't been in a, a Cactus League game for a while. Um, but uh, the, they, they don't feel any reason, because he's had a lot of at-bats in spring training, to uh, force the issue and get him out there uh, in, in a Cactus League game right now. So he, he should be good to go for opening day. 
but uh, I, you know, I don't, I don't agree on the White Sox. I think the White Sox have a world of offensive talent uh, that uh, was unrealized this year. I, I hear his voice, you know, and and he's certainly disgruntled. I understand it after last year it was was a depressing is a depressing a year for the White Sox in many years because of the expectations and the results. It was just a listless, boring team all year long that, that didn't supply hardly any memorable games whatsoever. So from that perspective, I understand White Sox, look, White Sox fans looking at this as show me. And I, I agree, you know, come out and, and show what you think this, what you, what you think you are as players. There are a lot of embarrassed players in the White Sox. They have a lot to prove this year. And while I understand what I'm about to say and why the cynicism is appropriate given what happened last year. I don't know which is harder to, to uh, predict or to count on the White Sox staying healthy or White Sox fans. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Finding positives in this spring training because the the reaction is, and I'm I'm as guilty as anybody, is that you want to you want to temper your expectations and enthusiasm level because you expect injuries to limit this team from reaching its potential, and that's my biggest problem when I look and project at this White Sox team is that you can't count on good health because they haven't really had much. Yeah, it's true, David. Look, there, there's a tremendous hunger for Chicago sports fans right now. The Bears stink and stunk. Okay. The Hawks stink and have stunk. The Bulls have been mediocre and are trying to you know, claw their way uh, into a, a final playoff spot. Uh, you know, the Cubs' expectations for the last couple of years have been low. The White Sox, you know, blew out a tire last year completely. So from all of that, there, there's a lot of hunger. But there, there's tremendous, you know, hey, anxiety uh, issues about, hey, when are we going to see some good sports here in town? And I think the, it's incumbent upon both the Cubs and White Sox to, to pull up the Chicago sports fans' uh, thoughts and hopes for 2023. Bruce, you stumbled onto something. Chicago Sports Radio, 670 to the score. Our team stink. Listen anyway. 
We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com. And always live on the free Odyssey app, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Dylan had a great year last year. Uh, years like that, you don't see often. Uh, he was second in the Cy Young voting, and you know, he's deserving of it. You follow with. Uh... I mean, the way things are lined up here, it looks like Lynn, Giolito, Clevenger, Kopech. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. That's, that's, that's kind of the way we had it uh, set up. Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. David Hall, Bruce Levine, until 11 o'clock. Okay, Bruce, that was Pedro Grafal talking about Dylan Cease going on opening day. That's not the problem. What about the other 161 games? Then what? And I think you used to look at the White Sox – this season with the expectation levels, it's easy to be cynical, as we said about the injuries. Let's start with predicting how many games they're going to win. I'll just tell you, I'm not sure how much better they have gotten. If they stay healthy, I will be wrong. But I, I think they have uh, not gotten any better, but they've not gotten any worse. This is an 81-win team to me, and that's what my prediction would be. They're going to be 81-81 and 81 yet again. Wow. Boy, well, you're a tough taskmaster. Very, very <laughs> tough. They stunk, David, they stunk last year and won 81 games. Okay? Okay. So you're yeah. predicting, again, with their talent, they're going to stink because I'm saying the Chicago White Sox are going to win the division with 91 wins in wow. 2023. Wow. I don't think it's a stretch to, to build them back to uh, another 10 wins. And – uh I think a lot of it will depend on – I think 91 is a big number now because when you're looking at new baseball with no division uh, significance uh, whatsoever, every team's going to be playing 13 games within their division. That's 52 games in their division, okay, as opposed to 76. So you're going to have to be playing – other really good teams, you know, some bad ones and mediocre ones in other divisions since you play every team at least once. You're going to have to be playing uh, some outstanding baseball in some ballparks and against some teams that you've never or haven't played very often before. Uh, I think that the win totals are going to be down all across the board. I think you're going to see an awful lot of teams bunched in between that 78 an 85 number in 2023 just because of the change of a no division play in Major League Baseball going from 19 to 13 games. I think that's a great point, Bruce. I, I hope that I'm wrong, but I, I think that I have learned the hard way to count on good health and good things from this White Sox group. I think the Guardians win the division. The White Sox are going to scuffle because of injuries. I, I love their, their starting rotation in terms of talent. But I just don't know how much predictability. And without a closer, I think a lot of those leads might be tenuous at best. So I'm going to stick with 81 victories for the White Sox. I'm going to look at the rest of the uh, American League. And I think that the MVP for me, Julio Rodriguez from the Mariners, the young uh, boy, emerging star. He's already there. He's, I know he's young. It might not be a guy, but if you look at around the league, it's easy to say Aaron Judge. I would love to go Otani again because he's going to be a future Cub. But let's go with something off uh, 
maybe a little bit. Uh, I, I don't know what the odds are, but Julio Rodriguez is my MVP candidate this year. Well, mine is, it's an easy choice. It's obvious. If you've been paying attention to uh, spring training, you've been paying attention to WBC, been uh, paying attention to the White Sox, Yohan Mankata is going to be the American League MVP this year. Uh, so there, there you have it. And uh, people will be pointing in my direction all year long as Mankata either succeeds, fails, or is not available off the bench. Uh, Sean, can we get a wellness check again, on Bruce? He got hurt. Well, I mean, look, we do this show, David, let's be honest. We do this show for your entertainment purposes only. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank and, you. And for me to keep you entertained is to make predictions that look so stupid uh, during the entire year and, then, and the rest of the year that you – you're willing to come back another season and do this show again on Saturdays because of the fact that, uh, you know, I'm willing to put myself up there. I, I really believe. Look, 2019, he was arguably the second or third best player in Major League Baseball. He got a bad case of COVID in 2020 before even people knew what COVID could do to you. And he's never been the same player since, okay? We stopped making excuses for him in 2021. And then injuries started taking its toll. And if if there was any player that disturbed me in his play over last year and at the end of 2021, it was Mancada. I thought this is the most talented guy in Major League Baseball that the White Sox are getting the very least out of uh, in the game. That he, he looked like he was indifferent most of the time playing the game. Now, knowing that... He doesn't show a lot of emotion when he plays. Uh, that That's probably a big overstatement. I think the ability and the desire that he has to prove that he's an outstanding player is going to be there this year. And if avoiding injury, I just think he's going to have a great year. Bruce, I, I do think that you make a really interesting point here in this prediction. And I think predictions are there to, uh, yeah, amuse us. Absolutely. The gap between potential and production is as great with Yohan Mankata as it is with any player in the American League. So right. he does have that potential. That is why the Red Sox gave him the money. That's why the White Sox are investing so much hope and money in him. I see what you're saying. I think the, the, the challenge has been the health as much as anything and then the consistency. Pedro Grafol might be the right manager for Yohan Mankata at the right time in his career. That's not as crazy as I – originally thought although if you pick somebody from the White Sox to win the Cy Young who's not named Dylan Cease I'm going to threaten to talk about the Bears offensive line for the next half hour no I picked Cease again uh, as I did last year uh, came up a little short because of the fact that uh, you know uh, Verlander was so uh, so special most of the year but uh, I, there's no reason not to pick him again for me this year I, I just think he he's the guy uh in the National League, I'm going with Corbin Burns. I, well, we're I not think... into the National League yet. Oh, sorry, I, that's a good sorry. tease. That's the next segment. That's, we're going to talk about the Cubs in the National League in the next segment, and we already know who Bruce is going to pick for his Cy Young Award now. But remember that when we get to that I point. I could so change Bruce, it. You know, I, I've been known you, you could During the break, you might do a little more research. <laughs> I don't or, trust or him as far a, as I could breathe. Or have, or have another, another cup of that Irish coffee you must be drinking. So, Bruce, I think that 
the Cy Young in the American League. You can see it right here. It's vitamin water? Okay. You're looking for a sponsor? Uh, Alec Manoa from the Blue Jays is going to be the big right-hander, big guy. He's going to have a big season in a big way. And I think he's going to be the Cy Young Award winner just because he is ready to take that next step. And I think Alec Manoa would be my Cy Young choice. Okay, manager of the year. My guess is, Bruce, if you've got the White Sox winning 91 games, and if they do, that's an easy manager of the year award for for baseball writers because that's going to be obvious, right? Well, we cannot pick Tony La Russa not managing the Sox because he's not managing the Sox. He's a runner-up. So he's the... So for you, David, I'm picking Tony Larusa as the runner-up because okay. of your, you know, how much you like him and, and the way he manages. I, I, I have to go with uh, Pedro Grafal. I, I do. If I'm going to pick the White Sox to do as well as they're going to do, and I haven't given you the number yet, but um, again, uh, I think the White Sox are going to have a, a very good year, and um, you know, to me. 91 wins in the White Sox and Grafal, manager of the year. If Pedro Grafal is the manager of this team and they win 91 games, I'm going to hope and expect Tony La Russa to get votes because he will be significant by his absence. Because that will be, you know, everyone will point to what's different. Well, what's different if they win 91 games? The manager will be at the top of the list. I like that choice. I've got a lot of confidence in Pedro Grafal. I'm curious to see how he handles the day-to-day duties that go beyond just filling out the lineup card. I'm picking John Schneider. I'm, uh, I'm going Team Blue Jays this morning. I think John Schneider's had a great spring. It began by him uh, performing the Heimlich Maneuver on a fan at uh, a, a woman at, at a, a diner or a restaurant, and it's going to only get better. He saves lives. He's going to save the season. This is the manager of the year, Bruce, John Schneider. And I don't mean the, the former Dukes of Hazard actor. I mean the manager for the Toronto Blue Jays. It's a good pick, David. I, I think Toronto has a really good chance this year. I'm not picking them to win, but I, I, I like what they did in the offseason, and uh, I think Schneider's a, a nice pick. Uh, we don't get to see a lot of Blue Jay baseball here in Chicago unless you have the package, but they are they were an under even though they made the playoffs, they were an underachieving team last year. I, I thought they were they were going to do better. And they have gotten better in the offseason. They've got pitching galore, and I just think they're going to be one of those teams in a tough division. That emerges. All right, so we are going to switch from the American League to the National League, and we will talk about how many games the Cubs will win this season and who will be the MVP, Cy Young Award winner, and manager of the year, and who will win the NL Central. Talk about that next. David Hall, Bruce Levine, inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. We're back with more Inside the Clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Hall. There's a lot of noise in, in all the things that we do. Um, you know, there's sometimes that we can make really bad decisions and have really good outcomes, and there's sometimes we can make really good decisions and have really bad outcomes. And so if you want to apply the word luck to the noise, like, yeah, like that's definitely, that definitely happens. And our goal is to not rely on the noise, not rely on the luck. Our goal is to rely on, you know, really good decision process so that we can uh, be the house and not the better. Uh, you know, for the casino, we're going we're gonna to win a lot more than the, the people that are relying on luck. And um, I think we've got the people in place to do it. And, you know, that's the, the thing that we've been undertaking here for, for a while now. Welcome back inside the clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio 670, The Score. That was Carter Hawkins, the Cubs general manager, earlier this week on The Score and talking about what to expect this season. Let's get right to it. 
the Cubs in the National League, our predictions. Bruce, I think the Cubs will be better than the White Sox this year. I think the, the investment in the free agents, over $300 million in the offseason, will pay off. 83 victories I have the Cubs down for in 2023. Not sure what that will do in the division. Likely be a wild card spot in, uh, because I think the division winner will have more than that. But I have them win in 83, and if you're 83 and 79, you got a chance. I believe you're right, David. We laid out the idea, you know, with the balanced schedule now, there's no beating up for uh, the Cubs on uh, necessarily the weak, weaker teams like uh, Pittsburgh or Cincinnati. But I- I'm going with 82 wins for them because I, I think there's going to be a-, a whole flock of different teams in that 78 to, to 85 win area. So I think the, the the new number for making the playoffs, I think, is somewhere between 83 and 85 for that uh, that last last spot, you know, in each league, you know, that that sixth spot in each league for the playoffs. So from from all that, I, I like that. Uh, I, I will tell you this, David. The Chicago Cubs play 38 percent of their schedule in the first two months at home. OK, their home schedule is 38 percent in April and May. That could be an advantage. It could be an extreme disadvantage uh, because they played 31 games from March 30th through uh, May 31st uh, at Wrigley. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Field. Uh, I, I know it doesn't make uh, Mr. Ricketts or Crane Kenny uh, very happy about the fact that um, they won't be drawing uh, in the nicer weather because you know, 31 out of the 81 games are being played in April and May. So the schedule makers have not done a, a, the, the Cubs a very big favor here. They're going to have to have some good momentum in the first couple months because they won't have as many home games uh, as you go down the stretch this year. So I, I think that's something to keep in mind. But I'm going with 82 wins for the Cubs. Um, I, I just think uh, they're, they're going to be close to being a playoff team. I don't I like the arms in the bullpen. There's not a lot of experience out there. So, uh, you know, I have to hesitate a little bit when it comes to them. Offense is going to be a challenge. They should hit more home runs, but there are a lot of ifs when it comes to whether or not they're going to have enough firepower. Yeah, the pop in the lineup is a, is a concern. The pitching depth is a strength. So let's see if they can ride that. 282 or 83 victories. I think they're going to have a winning season, and we both agree on that. Let's go to MVP um, in the National League. My choice would be Manny Machado. He's a guy that obviously you're not exactly going out on a limb there. He's He's been uh, somebody who's been as good as the back of his baseball card consistently, but I think he has another big year in San Diego for the Padres, and I think Manny Machado is my MVP. Have to go with the guy that signed with the Philadelphia Phillies, Trey Turner. I, I just think uh, from what we've seen of him through the WBC coming back to spring training, just pounding the ball. David, uh, he had like a, a phenomenal year last year, okay? In, you know, Dodger Stadium is not a home run haven. Uh, he's going to a much more favorable home run ballpark in Philadelphia. I think his number could hit 30 in home runs. I, I think the rest of his game probably 30 steals, a gold glove shortstop. I just think that um, this is his time, his team. Uh, I think it's just going to work out really great for him. Well, he had a great spring with, with the, in the World Baseball Classic. He certainly didn't go three for 37 like the Cubs free agent shortstop did. Wow. So I think that's, Ooh, not a bad, that's not a bad choice, Bruce. But let's face oh. it, we're going to compare and contrast all season long. Right now, I hope Danzy Swanson has a good weekend because he needs to decompress, relax, and come back on Thursday beginning a season where he can maybe oh, – it would be great to talk about him in the MVP context. What, what did we say that. Swanson hit uh, when I was on the show with you and Dan on Friday? I think 207 in spring training in 2022 for the Braves. Touche. So, uh, yeah. Touche. So, so I, I think, you know, spring training is for that. I, I just think he has talked about the fact that uh, – he has just been off a tick. I don't think pressure, I don't think living up to the contract is going to be that big of a deal for him, although it has certainly impacted some great players like John Lester and Hayward when they first came to Chicago with these huge contracts. Uh, I, I just, you know, this guy's been through a ton, and he's, he's been a, on a World Series winner. So I, I just don't, I don't see that happening to him. Well, let's go back to his former team, the Atlanta Braves. Well, that's where I will make my Cy Young prediction on that staff. Spencer Strider, the young right-hander, is going to be my pick for the Cy Young Award winner in 2023. I think he's ready for that 
he's not a breakout season, but to, to uh, I think, keep the progress of going in the right direction. Spencer Strider, one of the best names in baseball, should have been a distance runner, but Spencer Strider will be my choice for Cy Young. Yeah, I wanted to go with uh, Sandy Alcantara from the from Miami, but I, I'm not. I'm going with Corbin Burns. I think he's going into his free agent year. Uh, it looks like they have had some uh, discord between him and the front office there as far as, uh, you know, having gone to um, arbitration and, and not, not having a, a very good uh, outcome to that. So I, I think Burns has a lot to prove. He's an outstanding pitcher. He's, he's got plenty in the tank. I, I just think he's my pick for Cy Young. Manager they switched the, the samples. <laughs> Manager of the year in the National League, Bruce. I think he's a guy that is now adjusted to things in the National League. If he needed a year, I don't think he did. But Bob Melvin from the Padres is regarded as one of the smartest guys in any dugout, and I think he's going to be part of the a big year for the Padres. They had a good offseason. Manny Machado is going to be the MVP, and I think Bob Melvin's going to be the manager of the year. Yeah, that's a, that's a pretty good pick. I, I, I kind of like that. Uh, I'm going with David Ross. Uh, I, I think that uh, if the Cubs play over 500 baseball and they're uh, a serious contender for a wild card going into uh, September, I, I think that uh, – Excuse me. I think he's going to get an awful lot of attention, and uh, I'm, I'm going to pick him as my uh, manager of the year for the uh, the Chicago Cubs in the National League. That would be a great pick because then the Cubs could go into the offseason, and, and I think one of the first points that they make to Otani during the free agent pitch is that they have the reigning manager of the year in the National League. So, hey, come play for him. Come play for us. And you're going to love Chicago. It does get cold in the springtime, but you know what? You can overcome that because you're Shohei Otani. I like the way you're thinking, Bruce. I think there's a lot of pressure on David Ross this year, more internally than externally. I think he he has high expectations for himself and his team. Uh, I've met few uh, few guys that hate losing more than David Ross. I've met many that hate it equally, despise it push away from questions about it but um i, I just think there, there's tremendous burning inside of uh david ross to win and i i just think that uh, his expectations are this team's going to be a playoff team uh the front office did their job of improving the team uh certainly from what it was last year now it's up to me to get the most out of them short answer bruce because we have to break but in that context david ross putting pressure on himself well, Joe Girardi's presence in doing as many as 100 games for Marquee Sports Network have any impact on David Ross in terms of having somebody who is an accomplished manager watching him, analyzing him, and perhaps second-guessing him in the booth? All, all I can say is I think Cub fans are just going to enjoy that experience of having Girardi there uh, as close as he has been to uh, managing great teams and being in the league and, and just uh, – I think you're going to get an honest evaluation on the marquee network from him. And uh, I don't think David Ross feels any pressure whatsoever with Joe Girardi around there. I think, I think if anything, he'll gain from uh, having uh, conversations with him about baseball because David is great at uh, taking a lot of things from other people. He's never, never been the type that felt like he knew everything, even though 
He's an extremely sharp baseball man, so I, I think it's going to work out good. Great, because Joe Girardi is an asset to the Marquee Sports Network. We had him on the show, on the morning show earlier this week, and he's great at being an analyst as, as well as good as he was as being a manager. So great addition to the Marquee staff, and, and I look forward to hearing more of his analysis throughout the season. All right, we're going to shift back to the White Sox. Talking to Scott Merkin from MLB.com. We'll do that next on Inside the Clubhouse, Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.